Well, hello and welcome to Local Matters. We're discussing education matters today, and our special guest is Mr. Ron Chaffin, the Supervisor of Transportation for Putnam County Schools. Ron, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm delighted that you could uh, come out and join us for a while. Some of our listeners may not have met you, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to to doing this. Okay. Um, I'm actually a native of Putnam County. Uh, I grew up here. Family is from here, and I also attended Putnam County Schools my whole life. I started in 1970 and graduated in 1982, so uh, once you start adding up the years, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it, was, it was quite a while ago, but an interesting thing that, uh, that, that uh, to go along with transportation is the whole time I was in school, uh, my mother was actually my bus driver. So, uh, so it's, there's a, a long line of history there with, with school that? transportation. So, uh, that was a good thing and, and sometimes the bad thing. Of course, <laughs> I can uh, imagine. Yeah. The, she, uh, she either made, uh, examples out of us or, or, uh, or what, but I mean, it, it was, uh, it was, it, it was a fun time. So, um, and then also have a, uh, son and daughter-in-law that just recently moved back here from Michigan. So, uh, Alex grew up here. Uh, my son, Alex Chaffin grew up here and he also went through the Putnam County school system. And, uh, he also rode my bus while, while he was going to <laughs> elementary school. So, so it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a, a unique thing, but, um, but after I graduated high school, I moved to Chattanooga uh, with with my family and, and started Chattanooga State, and then also went into the Red Food Store uh, as a grocery chain. Went into uh, their management training program. Two years later, I was able to move back home at the age of twenty one and was uh, the store manager here in, in Cookville at the Red Food Store. So, How about that? Um, and then after that, I went into healthcare and and spent about twenty years in healthcare and. That got me into where I am now, up to this point. It was a uh, an exciting time for me. Um, I was excited to be able to move move back home and absolutely, and uh, and so it was it was it was good. So um, had my CDL back in about the mid mid nineties, I guess, and and have been uh, off and on in transportation for about the last twenty years or so. So and CDL is commercial driver's license. That is, is correct. That? It's it's a commercial driver's license that we have to have in order to to be able to transport students right. back and forth right. to school. So well, that's that's important. Well, well, tell us uh, about your role as supervisor of transportation. Well. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of responsibility, uh, of course, involved, and and uh, and the duties of a transportation supervisor, of course, the, the number one thing, in my opinion, is is communication. I mean, you've got to be able to communicate with your drivers and and with with all your people that you work with in your department in order to to be able to make sure that that we're doing everything we possibly can do to keep our students safe. And then, of course, there's also overseeing the the safety of our, our equipment. Uh, with our mechanics and making sure all of our inspections are, are the way they should be. And uh, we're very proud to say for the third year in a row, uh, we had all of our, our buses inspected by our uh, state inspectors, and we were at 100%. So we were very proud of that. Uh, Kim Bradford, the, the supervisor that 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 retired and and I took her place. Um, she'd done a, a very good job in, in teaching and, and training our mechanics to, to do what they're supposed to do. So we were very proud of that. Um, 
other duties involved is making sure that all of our drivers are doing their pre-trip like they're supposed to be doing before they ever um, uh, start the bus to make sure everything's working, everything's in, in proper um, proper working order, um, making sure all of our students get loading and unloading and uh, hiring drivers and overseeing dispatching and routing. And, and there's it's there's a, a quite a long list of, of duties and responsibilities. I bet there is. And, and you've got a, a large group of drivers, a large group of mechanics, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about that here in, in a few minutes. But uh, you're also you're certified as a supervisor in, in pupil transportation uh, by the National Association. So uh, that's got to take quite a bit of work, and then putting a CDL on top of that, uh, pretty, uh, both of them pretty complex certifications it is i'm i'm really i, I was really uh fortunate to be able to uh to become a, a, a certified supervisor of pupil transportation of course it's through the napt which like you said it's a national association but uh they're the largest uh, organization in the country making sure that uh they teach safe and, and efficient pupil transportation so and there's a course curriculum of course you have to pass in order to become certified and that curricular involves safety protocols managing transportation budgets uh human resourcing routing scheduling uh everything that goes along with being a supervisor uh it covers that curriculum and of course, once you get through the curriculum, then there's a uh, an exam that I had to sit for and and had to pass in order to get certified. So I was very fortunate to be able to to pass that. So well, that's that's uh, quite an accomplishment to get that, and it's certainly important for the role that you're you're in. Uh, I think a lot of people always wonder what it takes to get a CDL. There's a lot of uh, uh, competency there too. So talk a little bit about. The CDL. Well, what uh, of course the it's it's a commercial driver's license uh, is is what CDL stands for, and there is in order to get your CDL, you've got to go sit for uh, your exams, and usually that's like general knowledge or brake test. And in order to get a CDL to drive a school bus, then there's a passenger and also a school bus bus endorsement that you got to have to go along with that. So the CDL is for truck driving and everything else. It's it's for everything that is 26,001 pound and above. Wow. And in order to you have to have a CDL in order to drive. So but to have the endorsements to go along with that uh it just depends on what you're you're going to drive. You know, uh tractor trailer of course that's that that's actually a class A that you have to get, but a class B is school bus, coach bus, and and that type of thing. So how about that? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty in depth. I mean, we we have to uh, make sure that everybody understands and knows what they're and going to be driving, and 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 to make sure they're as safe as we possibly can be. So that thing is not just a a car, is no, it? No, <laughs> it is not. There is uh there is a lot involved. Um, and just this year, as of February the seventh of this year, uh, the FMCSA, which is Federal Motors Carriers uh, Association, changed the ruling to where you can't just go and get a CDL driving permit and then go out and train yourself you have to go through a certified training program in order to do that so once they're able to do that then their trainer then puts the information into the fmcsa website 
uh, and then I'm able to go ahead and test them for their skills test. So, um, but they've got to be in that website. That first. is correct. They, and I, I can't schedule them unless they've been certified and 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 training. So, uh, I can't I can't tr- uh, test them at all until they get that done. So, uh, have you got enough drivers? I know in in some counties. Uh, it seems like there's always a, a shortage of drivers. There is, and as of right now, uh, we have, of course, we have 33 gen, gen ed routes, what we call gen ed. It's general education routes, which uh-huh. is which is our, our big buses, and then we have 13 special ed routes. Uh, as of right now, we have all those routes covered with drivers, and then we have three subs uh, in case we have one out, and then we've got a couple in training. So. Uh, so we're very fortunate as of right now to have the personnel that we have. We have a total of 86 employees in our department, and 62 of those are CDL drivers. So uh, others are, are office personnel and that type mm-hmm. of thing. But, um, but, we, uh, but right now we, we have everything covered. And, and, of course, you know, we have some buses that are over, uh, overpopulated a little bit, but we're in the process of trying to add more routes as we hire more people. So that's what our, our goal and our plan is. And those special ed buses, uh, are there volunteers that work as a second person on those in some cases? Well, they're actually, uh, through state guidelines, we have to have attendance on all the all the special ed buses, and they're actually paid, of they're course. They're paid attendance. Yes, they're, okay. they're paid attendance, and, uh, and so they are uh, able to, to help with, with those special needs, uh, students. So that's, that's a huge help to the driver. The, the thing about uh, special education transportation is, is there is a lot of strict guidelines that we have to go by and make sure that we're covering all of our bases with, with transportation, with, with, with those students. I can imagine, and I can imagine some of the challenges, uh, thinking back to my, uh, school bus days with I still remember Miss Adkins, my driver. And <laughs> I think everybody remembers their bus driver. Right, and, right, absolutely. And we probably all gave them uh, a certain amount of headaches. Uh, yeah, she was a gym, and I <laughs> I think she only had to pull the school bus over to the side maybe once a year to, oh, right, to straighten right. us out. But that's uh, I guess that's just part of the fun of being a driver. Absolutely, is occasionally having to do do Ab- something like that. Absolutely. Well, you also did some work in drug and, and alcohol awareness training, and and that relates to this job too, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, we had there. It's it's actually a, a requirement that the supervisor of transportation in in education that that we have to be certified through uh, drug and alcohol awareness to be able to notice if if we have an issue with with a particular driver or or if there's anything that we need to to have a special eye on. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a requirement that that supervisors have to meet. Is it something that uh, occasionally a driver will? note or the supervisors will note that there is a problem well that's i haven't had that that issue as of yet and so i've been we've been very fortunate but uh but we have to make sure and 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 that's a part of driver training too that that they know um you know what the restrictions are and what we can and can't do so wow um but uh but as of as of now i mean everything uh and and as the year goes on too we have uh um, these um, random drug testing that we mm-hmm. have to do. There's a pool of uh, that we put drivers in, and 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 it's a 
they're pulled through a, uh, a bank that we have to add their their names to. So uh, so we don't never know who's gonna who's right. gonna get drawn. So it's right. it's just a random that, that we do every quarter. But it's an important function. Absolutely, it's an important Absolutely. function. Well, we are talking to Ron Chaffin, the the uh, supervisor of transportation for Putnam County Schools. We're going to take a quick break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Well, welcome back to Local Matters. We're talking to Ron Chaffin. And, Ron, we were, we were talking about the, the size of, of your department. It's a pretty big and pretty complex operation. You said you had over 80 employees, I think. Uh, talk about the you, – you've got two primary kinds of buses, I assume, the special needs or special ed buses, and then the – the general ed is that what you call them? That is that's 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 correct. We uh, they're they're special ed and gen ed buses, and uh, we have thirty three gen ed routes that that cover all of our schools with with our general education, and then we have thirteen special ed routes as and then uh, seventy eight total buses in service uh, that are able to to. Um, to be on the road and uh, and not only and, and as I said earlier and with the special ed routes they all have attendance on on each one of those buses so uh, but one thing that we have started this year that that uh, that we're trying to improve on uh, is adding more monitors to our gen ed routes and that has been a huge help to us because when you have a driver with if you've got 60 70 kids on a on a bus and 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 it's only the driver and and i've and i've been there we all been there that that has been <laughs> that's driven school buses it you know you look up into that student mirror and see all the heads back back there and and just uh i mean it's it's kind of a it's it's a there's a lot that can go there, on there, back there there really is, and does <laughs> and does and uh uh but what we're trying to do is is add more monitors to those routes that are heavily populated because what that does is that really helps our uh, our drivers be able to concentrate more on what they're needing to concentrate on as far as the road and yeah and we want them not safe. to have a wreck Abs- absolutely too and another thing that we're trying to do as well with our monitors and sped sped uh, attendance is we've started putting uh we've gotten orange vests for them so so they're they're able to be more recognized you know and especially uh, when you do look up into that student mirror, you want to be able to find your monitor if you've got a monitor back there. So, um, you know, just in case you have an issue or a problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, I, I took a lot of trips on a bus, and I, I know that, that that can be a challenging environment. Absolutely. And yet kids develop 
many of them, uh, a bit of a special bond with the driver, don't they? They really do. And I mean, they, uh, they, they depend on their drivers. Um, sometimes, you know, and, and we reiterate this to our drivers all the time is a lot of times that bus driver is the very first person a student sees of a morning. And so we kind of have the responsibility or, uh, uh, the advantage of starting their day. I mean, yeah. it, it can either it can either start off really well or or, or really bad. <laughs> so, uh, but but we uh, we we try to try, try to make sure that that we approach it to where we know that that that's a possibility. You know, that we're the first person they see, and in some situations we may be the last person that they see in the afternoon if they've got parents working at night yep. or are yep. you know and and so we we want to make sure that that we're that we're building that bond um and one thing that that I also want to bring up too that uh that we tell all of our drivers especially the new drivers once you start driving you're going to develop that bond with a student and years down the road they don't forget that um, I want to, just a quick story. I was in Walmart uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and they, uh, this, this girl came up and, and hugged me and, and I thought, and she said, you used to be my bus driver about years ago. And, and, and of course I didn't, I didn't recognize yeah. her. And, yeah. and so, I mean, it's, it's something that, that they never, they never forget, you know, which that, and, and, and that's a really good feeling. That's very rewarding. So, that, and that's, that's a part of the job. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I would imagine most of them look forward to that that reward but they don't start the day with that first touch with a student do they would it talk about the typical day a bus driver has we we start some of our drivers start as early as five thirty in the morning uh, they get in their uh and their bus to, and they start their bus, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, they do their pre-trip, make sure everything's in good working order, and turn the heat on if it's cold weather to make sure, and and we always make sure that 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 bus is warm by the time we pick up our first student. So, um, and usually about eight o'clock they finish up their morning run, uh, and then they've got the day to do whatever they need to do between eight and say two thirty, and then we come back and and they do the same thing again. They 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 do their pre-trip before the they. Uh, leave the leave the garage and and or if they park at home they because uh, we have about 20 or so plus drivers that park at home and so which that's an advantage to them but uh, but they also everybody calls in to make sure that we've got everybody out and on the road and and then they finish up the route in the afternoon and we've got some drivers that drive the leaps program in the afternoon that starts at five o'clock and Usually till six six thirty, then they're finishing up their leaps route. So um, it's for some, it's typically it's it's a long day, but um, but you know it's usually around five hours or so, five or six hours a day, and uh, and of course sometimes we have trips during the day that they take, and yeah, but um, but usually in the middle of the day they can do pretty much anything they want to do if 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 they're not if they don't have anything else going on. And uh, I haven't known many bus drivers, but the ones that drove me seem to really enjoy it. Absolutely, most it's, of it's, the it's time. A, it's a great schedule to work around a second job it, or or, or yeah. somebody that's an entrepreneur that's that's got their own uh-huh. business or or I mean that sets their own hours. So it's yeah. really good for them. Well, good, good. Well, and and they will occasionally uh, have an unusual circumstance. What are some of the typical things a bus driver might run into? I guess kids get sick on the bus, so just you name it. Yeah, we have that happen happen uh, ever so often. They uh, 
Uh, we have issues with, of course, uh, as as we talked earlier, sometimes there's discipline issues that, that they have to encounter. There's, um, you know, making sure that, that we need to keep one separated from another. They assign seats and or, or whatever they need to do in order to help that situation. So, um, but one thing that we are very fortunate to have is is our camera system that we have on the bus, um, our two-way radio that, that they can call in if they do have a problem. They know they're not out there by themselves. You know, we're there to support them, and, and if they have any issues, problems, we're there. So, um, but we're pretty much the, the investigator as far as anything that goes on on the bus. Uh, if a driver wants to pull their video and, and watch and see, because a lot of times when you look into that mirror, you can't see everything you want to see. But when you get back in and park your bus, you, and then you can pull your video and, and look and see exactly what everybody was doing. So, uh, And a lot of times we have the schools call and ask, you know, I had one this this morning that, that called and said, hey, I, I would love to uh, be able to watch this video because we suspect this happened on the bus. So uh, so we're able to pull that video, get it to that principal, and, and so they can they can view it and see see what actually that's went a, on. that's an important thing i don't think most people uh think about that video being there uh, they didn't have that in the days i rode a bus no they did not when when i was when i was there either and and so but it, it does it's it's uh we 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 tell students all the time you know watch what you do because you're always being watched so <laughs> so it's uh, uh there is an eye in the sky absolutely absolutely <laughs> well i guess that's a that's a that's a good thing and um uh, I assume every now and then I, I witnessed a school bus accident up in Fitzgerald County um, three weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. It came up on it right afterwards, and someone had rear-ended a bus right. when they were. Sure. I guess that happens it in does. most counties. I mean, it, it does. That's, uh, you know, they, there are accidents, you know, and, and but we're trying really, really hard to make sure that 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 we're being as safe as we possibly can. And, and of course I know there's, there's cars out there. I mean, there's, you know, weather conditions, sun hitting somebody in the eye and, you know, didn't realize there was a bus in front of them or, or, you know, anything can happen. So, yeah. but we're trying to be as, as safe as we possibly can. Well, that safety issue is, is a big one. No question. Well, we're going to take another quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to local matters. We are talking to Ron Chaffin and we're talking about, uh, school transportation and in particular school buses and ron you uh, uh you've got some new new equipment and some things that parents probably need to know about this year yes we do well it's it's actually not just this year we it's we've we've had it we've had it for several years well not several years but a few years uh-huh. um it's of course we have our routing software which is uh, a software that that when we have new bus stops or we have new routes that we need to to uh kind of reroute some some stops we already have we have a routing system that we can plug in that address and it will automatically build our routes for us so that's that's a great great thing that's for us cool. to be yeah. able to have um there's also another thing that's actually on the uh, putnam county schools website uh, it's called info finder and what this does is a parent school or anybody can put their address into info finder and it will tell you exactly what bus number your their, your student is supposed to ride and also will tell you what time we will be there that we're scheduled to be there so and usually we give 10 minutes before 10 minutes after you know to be able to to 
pinpoint uh, yeah, a time. Sure. So that's that's very uh, helpful to a lot of parents. And also we have GPSs on all of our buses as well. So, uh, for example, if uh, if a parent calls in in the afternoon saying that their their child has not gotten home yet, we can pinpoint exactly where that bus is at. And and you know it just now turned on your road, and the parents say, "Yeah, I just I see it coming," you know, and everything. <laughs> so that's a that's a really really big thing that uh, that is a huge help for to a parent. And one thing new that we're working on uh, that we've already got in, in, in the works to put it in place is called Stop Finder. And it's an app that a parent can put on their phone. And when that bus gets within five, ten minutes of, the, of their home, then it will, it will uh, send a, a message saying your bus is five minutes away or your bus is ten minutes that's away. That's a helpful thing. So that's going yeah. to be a huge thing. We're really, really excited about uh, starting to implement that. We're so gonna, it'll ping the phone of the it parent will. and it will. let them know the bus and is coming. To let them know it'll be there in five, ten minutes. And that's a big help of a morning knowing, hey, your bus is five minutes away. we got to get ready to go. we we got to get out the door. So uh, so it's, it's going to help. It's going to be a huge help to our, our parents and our students. Well, that sounds great. And you got a big grant with some uh, new buses coming. We did. It's uh, and and it's something that uh, that we're really really excited about. Um, the uh, uh, it was a a grant uh, for seven hundred ninety thousand dollars, and it was for the grant is for two electric buses and a charging system, and it was through the EPA Clean Grant Grant Pro, Clean Bus Program that was uh, that started last year. So. Um, it was a, a $5 billion deal that the federal government set aside to be able to um, help get it started, help get the electric bus uh, program started. So uh, there were 11 school districts in the state of Tennessee that got awarded the grant, and we were the only one in Middle Tennessee. So we're really excited Pretty to have this, this yeah. have this grant. And and there's of course there's going to be some challenges with it, like there is w- with everything because it's it's something that's new. Uh, there's uh, as far as the training, uh, they're they're quite a bit different to drive than than a regular uh, diesel uh, engine bus. And uh, and of course we're going to have to get used to the charging system on on how long the charge will last, how many miles we right. can get on a charge, and that type of thing. So uh, so that's a couple obstacles that we're going to have to have to overcome. But uh, hopefully we're going to be able able to get these buses in the spring of next year and be able to start them in in our fall of 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 that year so that's going to give us some some months to try to train and help train the the drivers but that'll be pretty neat absolutely it's 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 going to be great it's going to be cleaner air no exhaust uh healthier and and also with these two new buses my vision is is to add two new routes and to add and to put our heavier populated bus stops on these buses where they're kind of in close proximity of schools and so that's going to relieve some population on some of our current buses that we've got so so that's that's the vision that we've got for them and and uh and also too with this being a hundred percent grant there's no matching money that that we have to uh have to put with it so you know we don't know where we are right now as far as our uh, as far as the diesel and 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 diesel engines and that type of thing, but how how much longer they're going to be before you know we're, they're not going to be able to make them? But um, but 
you know, down the road, if if we should have to come to this, we have had the opportunity to learn about these buses and and try to right. figure out, you know, how is going to be the most efficient way for us to use them. So, uh, and and on top of that, at at no expense to the taxpayer, because because it's going to be through the use of a grant. So that's great. So there's there's some advantages to to go along with yeah. with some challenges. And as well. I'll bet some of the STEM teachers and others in the classroom <laughs> are going to want to get over there and absolutely and say, look what we've got, and uh, let's let's study this in terms of effluence and in terms of uh, clean energy and stuff. absolutely so, so it'll be a good role model program so we're, too. We're, we're really we're really excited and i've uh, there's there's one other county in in uh in well two other counties in the state of tennessee that's that's that already has has one electric bus and i've i've contacted and been on the phone with that that supervisor and he's kind of given me some some things to look for yeah. and some things to so so it's going to be a learning process for the whole state so. yeah it'll be a changeover there's no question sure, it will be uh, those chargers are uh, then that'd be interesting to learn how to manage that kind of a that kind of a system. Absolutely. Well, um, we're we're coming up on the on the deep winter months, um, and winter always brings uh, a phone call or two. I imagine it and, does, and and a bunch of challenges. It does. Talk about. Uh, well, just talk in general about a typical day, but also special issues in winter well when we uh when we come up on on the the winter months as you said that that uh that brings up some things that uh that we have to look for and and typically uh, you know when we have that type of bad weather come along we're usually out at three o'clock in the morning and um and of course our first place that we normally go is is our higher elevations of course and yep. you know in the monterey area that's usually where we get the you know the slippery roads first if we're going to have any any problems so so typically we we uh we we make those trips there and 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 kind of look and and make sure that that everything's clear but if it's not i mean then then we gather our information and and uh and send it to uh to Mr. King and and he, you know, we all get together and decide whether or not it's, it's going to be safe for for us to go to school or not. So, you know, and it's it's funny. Uh, we live, my family all live in town, uh, but I deer hunt a lot, and right. and so at four a.m. on a on a winter morning, sometimes I'm going on some of these curvy roads up in Jackson County. Sure. And I'm thinking I would not want to be a school bus driver on this road. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we don't think here in town about how rough it can be out in the back areas. Right. And we do have those roads. We we do. And, and, uh, um, but but that's one thing that, that that we have to make sure we look at first is make sure that, you know, we just want to be safe. We want to make sure that that there's not going to be any issues. Well, it's, um, it's important work and safety is the, the driver. I know sometimes it uh, it it seems inconvenient to have to cancel school, but that uh, that's better than putting in a really bad accident report. Absolutely. Well, it's. Um, I hope they all do well this year. Uh, these bus drivers, you you mentioned the some of them getting home at five o'clock, but they do a lot of other kind of extracurricular driving. I mean, the the students go to a STEM trips and they go to. TPAC in Nashville and and athletics. 
We do. I, I was talking to, uh, of course, my dispatcher is uh, Jim Hogan. He does he does a, a, a superb job, and he's also the assistant uh, supervisor as well. So, uh, but uh, I was talking to him today, and and he showed me the the trip list, and we have twenty five to thirty trips going out thursday and friday so that's a typical day you know sometimes for us so uh so we're um we had uh 20 something buses out today and and uh uh going to tech and and uh for a a concert there so i mean we have we have quite a few um sporting events and uh upperman high school last year uh, of course they went to the baseball state championship yeah. and and uh or the, the 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 tournament and you know they couldn't come they they weren't going to come home until they lose but you know the thing about it is they never lost so <laughs> so our driver was gone for a week you know so you know that was that was an exciting time so yeah. so we were we were excited about that so um but but we're we're here to to uh to support our athletics well it um athletics is is an important extracurricular activity is. as is band it and is. i know absolutely. sometimes the bands absolutely. go to tech or they'll go to other places and take a trip and sure so all those extracurriculars are an important part of the the school experience right. and uh the buses play a part in that sure, there's, they there's do. no question well i um uh, boy we've got got a lot to talk about i i wanted before uh we close out though i wanted to mention and i know you uh, uh you know i i certainly want to mention that you you served on the county commission and Thank you for that service, but you served two terms on the. On I the did. Commission. I've I've uh, I've served two terms, and this past uh, August I was uh, elected commissioner in the second district. So I'm really uh, really excited and really honored to be able to to be on the commission for another term. So. And you served on the Putnam County Fair Board for I, many years. I did. I served uh, for about ten years. In the last six years, I was there. I was uh, chairman of the board. So, I mean, it was it, it was fun. I, I really I really enjoyed it. And, and John has done a tremendous job with our fair uh, to, to get us I where agree. we are. So, uh, so I'm really I'm really thankful for that. Well, thank you for all that volunteer service and all the all the work that you've done in in those kind of roles, but. Thanks also for taking care of the kids through the school buses. It's my number one priority, and it's just a passion, and and I love it, and and uh, and I just that that's that's the number one thing is this safety. Well, that's great, that's great, and thanks for being on the program. I appreciate you spending time with me today. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ron.